Good afternoon, men and women of God. This is From Damage to Destiny. I'm your host, Glenda Treadwell. I just want to share a word on today as we look around and we see how the coronavirus and how racism and how things are coming up on the earth. And the one thing I kept hearing on today was, where are my watchmen? And when I heard that, I just got in the middle of the floor and just began to cry. Because we know that the word said that the government is supposed to rest on the shoulders of the Christian. But we have gotten so out of the way in some areas. And I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking for what I have and have not done in this walk with God. I remember when I first got saved and how I would cry over any little even just the just the feel of his presence just the feel of the anointing how it would have me crying like a little girl and as I got older things got a little bit harder a little but I still loved God but not the way I did when I first met God. It's almost like a marriage. You can fall in love with a person so deeply and you could see yourself with this person for the rest of your days. You vow to be with them and not hurt them. In good times and bad. But somewhere along the way, we got older. <laughs> in some cases, we got heavier. In some cases, in men' perspective, we got bald. We weren't that same individual that we fell in love with. That person changed. Or did we ever love them in the first place because one thing I can say about my natural father he proved to us on a daily basis how much he loved his kids and how much he loved his wife because he took care of every kid he created and it was 17 altogether in two marriages. And he even had to bury some kids. But he never, his love never changed. He got older. He got gray. Hearing kind of left. But that fire 
that fire that was in his eyes, that love that was in his eyes, that passion, even with the aches and pains of his natural body, that he worked from sun up to sundown for the majority of his life. And for a person that had enough education to take care of business, to take care of the bills, of everything that needed to be done. In my eyesight, that was one of the most powerful human beings I've known ever in my life. And I've always tried to find that person. Because in my eyesight, that was the epitome of a man. That was the epitome of God. Until I fell in love with God. Because when we first get saved. Oh, the passion, the fire, the love, the prayer, the doing everything that we can for our brethren. It was there. And it was such a passion. But somewhere along the way, we began to get complacent. We began to get somewhat conditioned. We were not Christians anymore. We were religious. It's like what Jesus said concerning the sepulchre, the parable of the sepulchre. He said that it was beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, it was full of dead men's bones. Now picture the inside of a sepulchre. Now, a sepulcher was not sealed. A sepulcher didn't have the things that a casket of today had. So when the flesh began to deteriorate, and when the insects began to go inside of the sepulcher, the maggots formed. The flesh stinked. And in time, it all just withered away. But we should not be like that sepulchre. The fire of God should now be able to be lessened in our lives. The passion of Christ should not be moderate, but it should be consuming. The love of God should be spread abroad in his people, not tolerated. Ha <laughs> you know the most said. Where are the watchmen? God has given us all an assignment. Can we truly say beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are obeying God? Or are we obeying the pastor? Or are we obeying ourselves? I can admit 
to my fire diminishing because of the things that I have endured in my life. The abuse. Not my family, not my mother, not my father. But I dealt with sexual abuse from the age of five. I dealt with different rapes. I was gang raped by four men. I was almost gang raped by two other men at the age of 19. And I allowed myself to think I was taking care of my family. But when I realized that I had let the enemy in and he molested my daughter, he even physically whooped and threatened his only child to keep his secret. Where were the watchmen? When you have people living right across the street from you and they say that they are men and women of the most high God, but they turn away from what they knew was happening simply because it was their brother, their biological brother, and they allow things to continue. Where are the watchmen? When we see people being used and neglected and being hurt, no one to turn to. Where are the watchmen? When we see young girls walking up and down the street at 12 and 1 o'clock in the morning because their mother want a fix, where are the watchmen? The Lord gave us a commission not only to obey his commandment, but to love our neighbors as we do ourselves. But what happened to the watchman? The love of many has waxed cold. Where there's jealousy, envy, and strife, there is every evil work. We are not wanting to be a watchman. But we want to be waited on. We want to be kings and queens. Where people come and, and be at our feet. To throw money at our feet. We, you can be a stripper. And have money thrown at you. But where are the watchmen? We have men and women. That are proclaimed to be apostles. Prophets. Evangelists. Pastors and teachers. But the real fivefold ministry. Do the work. They say it because. For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Until we come together. In the unity of the. And we already know. Faith works by love. You speak things that you want a business. You speak things that you want to be independent in some areas. You want to go into some different areas in a business perspective and you're believing God for it. But yet it has not manifested. And you're sitting saying, why has it not manifested? Did you ever check your heart? Did you ever check the love walk? Because he said faith works by love. 
How are you expecting to do a work in God when you can't love your neighbor, when you can't love your siblings, when you cannot love the unlovable? My God, love the unlovable. Forgive those that has persecuted you. Release those that have hurt you. Release those that have damaged you. Hey, y'all about to say. This thing is a life lesson. This Christian walk is a life lesson. From the womb to the tomb. God has given us a commission in the earth. It's not about the suits. It's not about the shoes. It's not about the building. But it's about the heart. The Bible says so that a man thinketh in his heart. So is he. God do not bless egotistical people. God do not bless arrogant individuals. When he know that they're not doing it to help the body. But they're doing it to be King Herod. Or Jezebel. Or some woman, so what someone can be jealous of. Someone can say, I want to be like her. Everything that you have placed your hands on has not succeeded. Check the love walk, check your motives, but most importantly, check the word of God because He said. <laughs> In Romans 12, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, be changed by the renewing of your mind. And we already know the two things that are created in conception is the brain and the heart. That is why that scripture is so profound. So that a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. How are you thinking today? Are you thinking of what you can do to perfect the body of Christ? Are you thinking about ways that we can help the teenagers that have gone through so much in these last few months because of Corona? Or are you thinking about you want to look good? You want to look fly. You want that four carat diamond. You want that Gucci bag. You want those Prada shoes. So when you walk in a place, a person can ooh and argue. But how? Is your love walk. It don't matter if you wearing Prada or JCPenney. How is your love walk? How do you treat God people? You can put on a good front. But when there's nobody else around. You and God. And he said that his eyes are in every place. Beholding the evil. And the good. So I ask you today. Where are the watchmen? Where are the where are the intercessors? Where are the people of the most high God? 
I had to do a self check. And I asked God to forgive me for slacking. I asked him for that passion I had when I first got saved. I went to a church in Mitchellville, Arkansas, Harvest Time Church of God in Christ. And I got saved for real. I heard the audible voice of God for real. But the one thing that hurt me the most was when my own sister began to talk about how I wore my makeup. It was too much makeup. Why am I dressed like that? I'm just coming into the knowledge. And I thank God for Mother Jackson. Because she told her, leave that baby alone. Because her love is real. Her walk is real. Her fire is real. Be careful how you talk to people, men and women. Don't send them out before they get in good. Have patience like they had patience with us. Let us teach them, not drill them, but love them and give them the lessons that they need to go on in this walk we call life. There are so many people, all they want is love. Even the people in the body of Christ. We came to God because we needed love. Because we weren't getting it in other places. And that the love that we were receiving was, it was not love. It was lust. <laughs> it was everything but Hasid agape. So on today, with tears in my eyes. And my heart filled with passion. I ask you guys on the day and those that hear this broadcast, take a good look at yourselves and ask yourself, am I doing exactly what God want me to do? Am I saying what God want me to say? Am I doing what God has commissioned me to do? I found out a few days ago that I tried to get away from a aspect of ministry that I was born to do. And I thank God for the men and the women of God this weekend because I saw who I really am in Christ Jesus. Do not take God for a joke. Do not take the anointing for a joke. Do not take the talents for a joke. Because he said in the parable that he would take it from one and give it to another. So on this evening, as you begin to go into the rest of the day, ask yourself, where are
the watchman.